I imagine that when most of us see the name of a mountain and we perhaps don't ask too many questions about who it's named for and whether or not it deserves to be there. Well, not the late Jeffrey Taylor, an infectious disease specialist uh, and professor at the University of Alberta, and of course, a history buff. He would quiz his kids during hikes in the Rockies about the names and where they came from. And one particular name really irked him. For a century, one peak carried the name Pétain, named in honor of Henri-Philippe Pétain, who had been a First World War hero in France for leading his soldiers to victory in the Battle of Verdun. But he went from revered to reviled in the Second World War, when he led the Vichy French government in German-occupied France and collaborated with the Nazis. After the war, he was tried and convicted of treason. But a world away in the Rockies, the Pétain name stayed on that mountain near what is now Peter Lougheed Provincial Park. That is until Taylor took up the cause to get it removed. He succeeded in Alberta in 2019, but that left the BC side. And his son carried on the fight in his honor after Taylor passed away in 2020. In late June, Duncan Taylor learned that he had completed the work that his father had started all those years ago. And Duncan Taylor joins me now from Calgary. Thank you so much for your time tonight. Thanks for having me. No, the first thing I thought of when I when I read about this was just how it all started, which is, you know, hanging out with your dad, uh, hiking, which was such a great way to sort of find out about stuff. What was it like on those hikes in, in the area? And how do, and how would he, uh, how did this come up? How did the idea that these peaks had names and where did these names come from and who these people were and was it right or wrong? Well, my dad was always kind of a bit of a history buff. Um, I always joked that it was, it was really easy to buy Christmas presents for him because you just you get if there was a new book about history or Western Canadian history especially he would be all over that uh, so he was always you know interested in um, in the mountains in, in the areas that we were hiking in the Banff and Kananaskis areas whenever we would go hiking he would always quiz my sister and I about uh, who named that peak and and uh, what was that peak named for so I think he was always as, as soon as we started hiking in that area I think he became aware as to who the different peaks were named for and and why why i think it was only in in the la, the in later years i guess that he start that that mount Peyton started becoming a big issue for him would you have to sort of study before you went on a hike to sort of figure out where you were going did you look up the names so you'd be prepped before you went so you'd know who each person was or was it just something that he would was it a lesson from him they were pop quizzes, uh, so you never knew when to expect them. So there was no studying possible. Tell me about about uh, a peak in both BC and Alberta, as it turned out, being named for for Marshal Pétain. Because I think most of us know the name from the Vichy years in World War II and the, uh, in the Second World War, but but few knew that there was a peak named after him. How did that come about, and how would your dad explain it to you? Well, I think it came about because the border between the two provinces, from what I understand, was surveyed roughly around that time, the turn of the century, around the end of World War II. So when they got to that section of it, uh, it was at the end of the war. So World War One, right? Yeah, yeah. At, the end of, yeah. at the end of World War One. that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they were celebrating the end of the war. So if, if you go to that area, there's a bunch of peaks that are named after ships from the Battle of Jutland. So Indefatigable, Black Prince, Galatea. Um, there's ones named after generals and admirals of the Allied powers. So Beatty and Jellico, who were admirals, and then uh, French, Smithorian, Joffre, uh, Smuts, they all have peaks as well. And of course, Pétain. Um, 
never led any Canadian troops, but I, I guess whoever was naming them was, was feeling victorious or feeling the uh, celebration at the end of World War I and decided to commemorate him. And so the peak got his name because I gather, of course, for those who don't know the, his history, that he was both he was revered than reviled, right? Yeah, that's right. So he was in, in the First World War. He led the French defense at the Battle of Verdun, and he was a big hero of of, uh, of the French for that. And then when the Second World War came around, he was, as you mentioned, he was the head of the Vichy government that collaborated with the Nazis. Uh, he was complicit in the Holocaust, and actually even congratulated. Uh, the German army after uh, the Dieppe raid where hundreds of Canadians were killed trying to liberate his country. So I think because of that, because this is someone who, you know, did the things he did that celebrated the deaths of, you know, Canadian soldiers, my dad was particularly annoyed that his name was honored in a section uh, on the maps of a section of the country that meant so much to him. Uh, Pete, of course, was tried and convicted for treason after the war and lived out his days in prison in France. You know, I, obviously, there's lots of things that people see and disagree with. How did the idea to get it changed come about? So my folks were in Canmore, and we always host family from from different parts. So my mom's family is in New Zealand, and they came up and visited from time to time. My dad's family was uh, from Vancouver Island, or, or mostly on Vancouver Island. So they would come out and visit, and he would always complain and mention this as an interesting historical fact, but always kind of complain about it. And I think at one, one point I got kind of sick of hearing the same complaint over and over again. So I, I found a form on the Alberta government website that allows you to uh, suggest an alternative name or to rename a geographic feature. And I printed it out and I basically shoved it in his hand. And I said, look, if you're, if you're going to complain, be productive about it. Complain to someone who can do something. Student becomes teacher in some senses because you're gathered just from your dad's history. I mean, he was a really accomplished, formidable guy, right? So, sort of saying, "Hey, do something about this," must have taken a bit of courage. Uh, I, I think he enjoyed it when his children surpassed him. Um, I, whether that's in you know general history trivia or he was a big skier as well, so he always took us out. And I think uh, he did. He did like it when my sister and I slowly became better skiers than him. So I think he, I think he was, to some extent, proud. So what happens then? So you, you, you print out this form for the Alberta side, right? And, and uh, I gather there was some pretty quick movement there. When did this all happen and how quickly did, did it change? Uh, it, it took a bit. I think he first submitted the application. It was either in 2016 or 2017. Um, and then for a couple of years, we both harassed our MLAs and, and the various ministers responsible for that portfolio. Uh, and we got, you know, occasional updates. And then in 2019, uh, we were told that Alberta had decided to rescind the name, that it would consider it an unnamed peak, and that it would be consulting with First Nations groups on the Alberta side of the border to determine if there was a historical traditional name that, that should be associated with it. So he must have been pleased uh, when that happened. Uh, he was. He was very pleased. Uh, he he kind of knew that there was still half of the puzzle that needed to be fixed, that, that BC still needed to do likewise. And I guess, unfortunately, and, and my condolences again, but, but he, um, he didn't get a chance to finish that work. No, that's right. He, uh, so in 2019, we found out the, uh, the mountain got changed in Alberta. And then uh, in 2020, he passed away. But you decided, I guess, what made you decide that you were going to carry on this work? 
to some extent, as I said, you know, I'm a bit of a history geek myself and I, I do get that. I come by it honestly. I get it from my dad. So I decided as somewhat of a legacy project just to kind of to try to finish the job. So, you know, I kind of did the same thing again, found who the appropriate people in BC were who are responsible for that portfolio and started harassing them saying like, hey, Alberta made this call, you know, a couple of years ago. It's time for you guys to step up and and do the same. And by the way, it's not just a mountain. It's a basin and a creek and a glacier that you guys have to rename too. So I'm speaking with Duncan Taylor from Calgary. He's uh, successfully, and we'll get to that, he's successfully uh, campaigned along with his father at first to uh, to change the name of a peak and, and different, actually, other features as well that span both BC and Alberta that had been named after a gentleman named Henri-Philippe Pétain, who was a uh, well-known uh, general uh, back in the, or marshal rather, back in the First World War, a revered one, then became a reviled one after collaborating with the Nazis in the Second World War as the head of the uh, puppet Vichy government. He was also convicted of treason after that. As it turned out, that name, though, stayed. That name stayed on that peak uh, as uh, part of his first World War legacy, never recognizing uh, the change. Uh, and uh, Duncan and his father, and then Duncan on his own, fought to have those names changed. And uh, it's been successful. We'll get to how he succeeded uh, in getting the BC side of that peak and other uh, features changed right after this. My guest this half hour is Duncan Taylor. Uh, we're speaking about an effort that began with him and his father uh, trying to get the name of a peak in Alberta changed, uh, that he could be named for Philippe Pétain, Marshal Pétain, who was a revered World War I marshal, uh, First World War marshal, and then a reviled one in the Second World War after collaborating with the Nazis, the head of the Vichy government, a man uh, known mostly for that at this point. But the peak stayed. Uh, the peak had stayed for decades until it was changed in 2019 in Alberta. And then the fight to get the BC side changed continued. And Duncan carried on that fight after his father passed uh, a few years ago. So how, how did you how did you succeed? When did you find out? And what was uh, and, and what was the the key to success in getting BC to follow suit? Uh, I think just persistence. Uh, I uh, found the right people to harass, I guess. Uh, the uh, the ministers and the MLAs on that side reminding them that this was a thing and, you know, periodically tapping them on the shoulder and emailing and saying, Hey, what's, what's going on with this. And then uh, just last week, actually, I found out that uh, BC had officially uh, rescinded the name of all uh, features. So the mountain, the Creek and the glacier that are all associated with that peak um, that BC rescinded the name from all of them and that it's officially unnamed and, and the name Peyton is, has been wiped from the map, the map of Canada, at least. What was it like to, to read that? Because this had been a long project, something you shared with your dad at first, something that you now did in his honor. What was it like to, to finally get word that, that the fight was won? Uh, definitely emotional. Uh, yeah, there's no other way to say that. Uh, it's, you know, a bittersweet that, you know, the, the feeling of satisfaction that something that a project like this came to uh, a successful conclusion um, and, you know, sadness that he didn't get to see it, especially uh, we're uh, coming up on the anniversary of his, uh, the two year anniversary of his death. So I think this was already a very emotionally charged time and to find out now uh, made it even more so. I guess he would have been proud. No, I mean, he would have been proud that you carried this on. I, I, I'd like to think he would. Uh, I, I think he would be very happy. I think he would, wonder why it took so long to do. 
Uh, but I think he would have been very happy in the end and I hope proud. Yeah, it's you know it's interesting because there, there are a lot of people who just would have kept walking. You know, in in life, people who sort of put up with things they don't like. Or, what do you think it was about about your father and yourself that thought, well, you know, this this isn't right. This this needs to be corrected, and then did something about it. Um, my dad, um, I think he had a very strong sense of justice. Uh, he was an infectious disease doctor and had worked with uh, vulnerable populations, uh, especially in the HIV community through the uh, 80s and 90s in Edmonton. So I think that uh, sen- strong sense of right and wrong from his professional life uh, carried on into his personal life as well. And as I said, this was a section of, of the province that he loved. He loved hiking there. And just to, to kind of see that name honored on, on our maps um, really, really bothered him. Of course, his legacy, you're a lawyer, right? So a sense of justice, I imagine, as well. Uh, do you still go back there? I mean, it'll, what will it be like now to head back to those same areas and walk those same trails, knowing that the, the name is gone? It's definitely going to have some added meaning to be able to you know, look at our trail guide and look at the map and look up at the skyline and know that you know, the map of this province and of BC and of, of Canada is going to be you know, just a little bit different because of my dad's passion and his determination. So that's, yeah, there's definitely gonna be some emotional weight the next time I'm in that area. I gather there'll be a new name. Do you have any um, boats? There is no name at this point on both sides of the peak. I gather. Do you have any thoughts on what it could or should be? Uh, No, I don't. I understand that the Alberta government, I assume the BC government is as well uh, consulting with first nations groups on both sides. I think that's absolutely the right way to go that, you know, they should have their voice and be able to tell like, the story as to what their traditional name uh, for that area was and for that peak. And I think at this point, this is where uh, I bow out of the uh, story and let other voices take over. I gather just from reading about your father that um, Mount Taylor would not be, <laughs> would not be something he'd be in He would of. not have liked that. He was, uh, he, he was modest and I, I, I don't think he would, would want his name there. Duncan, as a last question, are there, is there any advice out there that you have having gone through this over the years to others out there who see something maybe they disagree with or something they think needs to be righted, a wrong they think should be corrected? Is there any advice you have to people out there, given your own experience? I, that's a really good question. I would say that don't underestimate you know, the power of one person. Uh, my dad was just one guy who was, was passionate. He was educated educating so much as that he knew the facts of you know this peak and who it was named for and he was persistent and he put in the time and found the people to to bug and was determined and in the end he was successful so that's yeah don't underestimate the power of what one person with a cause who's determined and passionate can do any other mountains out there or any other things that you might be looking at now? Or, or is this, is, have you now come to, is this, this, will this be your last fight on this front? Uh, I think, uh, jokingly, I think I talked to my dad once and I think, you know, there were other people that felt shouldn't have mountains. I, I know he was a, wasn't a fan of uh, Douglas Haig, who is a, uh, a British general, uh, somewhat considered a butcher in the First World War, but I think his, He's definitely not a Nazi. So uh, I think when it comes to renaming peaks, I'm, I'm going to stick with just that one. 
Duncan Taylor, thank you so much for your time. Congratulations on your work, uh, both for you and in memory of your dad. Thank you very much.